What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning! And have we got a show for you. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Happy humping things. Happy good morning from the elliptical. I love it. I love it. All right. It is Wednesday, a.k.a. hump day. AKA, did you, ever do, did you ever do this with your pencil? I'd be like, look, it's rubber. Does it look like that on the camera or just to me? Maybe my eyes have gone to rubber. AKA what? Whatever Wednesday. Whatever Wednesday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whatever Wednesday. Wind. W-I-N-S. So today is the day where we talk about life lessons that help us. Learning is a part of winning. And we're gonna talk about some dirty little secrets. Some story, story time with Aaron and Sarit. Never heard, never, never heard, never before heard stories. Embarrassing stories embarrassing scary stories to share those you guys are the most powerful lessons when you can learn and have the courage to share your most vulnerable stories You have so much power to inspire somebody else uh-huh. who has struggled with the same thing you've overcome. But it's also important to know that the best place to share a story from is within the healed version of yourself, not the broken version who's going through the story in the moment Mm. sometimes it's good to share what is going on in the moment but when you're feeling broken you speak to a broken um you speak you speak into brokenness not into inspiration so we are here to share some stories Mm -hmm. embarrassing ones indeed yeah um and a lot of these topics we thought of when we were driving from Utah back to California. Mm-hmm. It's like during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how we thought about this topic, but I think Wednesday we're just like, this is story time. So let's share some stories and then let's see what lessons. We- you guys, you can pull a lesson out of any story mm-hmm. if you're looking for it. Like you can find a lesson in anything. Mm-hmm. Is that what they call a diamond in the rough? A needle in a hay- no. That's like looking for something that's hard to find. Some lessons are not hard to find. 
some are. Mm -hmm. So I want to share a story. Okay. Of when I was, did anybody steal anything when they were a kid? Like, just type it in the chat. Like, I'm not going to judge you as an adult. I, I really truly do believe that people change. And as kids, you just, you do dumb shit all the time as a kid. You need to prove to yourself why whatever your parents told you was actually right. By learning the hard don't way. Don't hit them. Don't, <laughs> don't steal shit. Don't hey. do this. Don't touch the hot stove. You just made me think of something. What? And when I'm a parent, I want to be very mindful of this. Yeah. Don't you think that half the no. things we do as kids is out of curiosity? No, that's not it. It's that what you focus on expands. I just thought about this. If your parent tells you, don't touch the stove, all you're thinking about is touching the stove. Right. First I say, keep your hands off of this surface. Then you're thinking about keeping your hands off of the surface, not touching the stove. And maybe give a reason why to. Don't, don't hit somebody. Now you're thinking about hitting somebody versus keep your hands to yourself. Right? Like what we're injecting in. This is, we do the same thing with ourselves. Is like, oh, I don't want to... Um, I don't want her to think that I'm not caring for her feelings versus I want her to know that I care. Like the way that we say things, what you focus on expands. Okay, that's not the story, but that's what I thought about. And I'm like, wow, parents all the time. And I know it's so easy to say, don't do this or don't do that or avoid this or avoid that. But then we focus on that thing. So switching that script. Anyways, back to stealing things when I was a kid. Now, there were times where I would like, my mom would t tell me like she wasn't gonna buy me a pack of gum. So I like somehow put it in my pocket and we would have walked out of the store like super young. Um, and my mom, bless her actually, like I remember her telling me, go put it back. You have to go back into the store and put it back. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally just recalling this right now. Good job, mom. Thank you for your integrity. Um, and, but there was one time where I didn't steal from a store. I stole from my own family. Oh, it, it hurts to like come out of my mouth verbally. And I had to come clean. I wanna say I was like 15, 14 or 15. And I was at my aunt's house and I just, I was like, okay, I've got to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom and then I'm just looking around. I believe there are people who uh, commit crimes because they're criminals, they're bad people. And I believe there are people who commit crimes because they have an opportunity to and they don't think they'll get caught. <laughs> um, and so I was the latter and uh, I was in the bathroom and I saw a watch sitting on the counter. And I was like, well, that's a really cool watch. <laughs> And I just put it in my pocket and then it was literally, I think it was my aunt's or my uncle's watch or one of their watches. And thinking that I, like the audacity I had to like think I was gonna get away with it, like a watch goes missing. Um, and I think, I wanna, I wanna guess that 
they knew it was me because now that I'm older and I think back to it, my grandma and I sat down on my bed in my bedroom and I had broken the watch too. I broke it and I fucking taped it. Like it was gonna be a solution. <laughs> you had you put it back. No, pretending no. as if no nobody would know it. No, I had to come clean, and I'm proud of myself for like admitting it and not just like lying about it. I had stolen like to try to lie to cover up a lie to cover up a lie. Like I also played that game when I was a kid. That just doesn't work um, because then you start like running out of how to tell your story of lies. Um, and so I had this watch, and it was actually like right next to me, and. For some reason, I knew something was serious, and I was like, oh shit, you get that like really like butterfly in your stomach, like, uh-oh, what's about to happen? And my grandma's like, so, I don't remember exactly how it went down, I was, it was so long ago. She's like, so, you know, um, Aunt Elena's um, watch went missing, and you know, I just wanted to know if you had seen it, or you know if you knew anything about it it's a, it's a gold looking watch and um, she really misses it and i just wanted to know if you knew anything about it um or you know if if you happen to have it um then that's okay we just you know wanna whatever right and i'm like fuck i think they know do they know she asking me because she knows that i have it or because she's asking everybody you know, like all these thoughts are going through my mind and I'm like- Did you go ask Scott? No, I had it literally right next to me under a fucking blanket cause I knew it wasn't mine. <laughs> and I had to, and I had to, oh yes, I did it. It was me. <laughs> and it's like, you don't, like you don't, in those heart, I think this, the, the moral of the story that in initially comes to my mind is like the hardest, most memorable moments are the, are the ones that impact you the most because I'll never forget that story and I'll never forget the feeling that I had of embarrassment, of shame, of guilt, of like, um, just so many emotions that I had where I'm like, this sucks. And of feeling like I disappointed people. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, like it's so difficult, but because you will never forget it, you give yourself the opportunity to improve. Because why? I don't want to feel that. I don't like feeling that way. I don't like feeling guilty. I don't like, and when it's so powerful in a moment, you're like, okay, let me make sure to do my best to make sure I'm keeping myself in the opposite feelings of those. When did you learn to be honest? when I was going through my divorce with David. Really? Not just honest, like, I was, I, I no longer was like a liar in a sense that like, like habitually lying about things or like not telling people 
the truth intentionally when um, if I knew it was affecting them or something like that but it was more like a truth in myself authentic wholehearted I learned how to tell my truth as me who I am because David forced me to do that he made me say the things he knew I didn't want to say. And forever I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to literally say, he's like, you have to make the decision. And I, and it was the hardest thing for me to say, I don't want to be with you. I want to be with Sarit and this is the situation. And that sounds weird as it's just coming out of my mouth. Out of context, if you don't know the story, don't get all judgmental on that situation. But it's, it was like I had to say, this is not my truth. This isn't what feels like me. You know, this, this isn't what makes me feel alive or aligned or good or right within myself. And that was so hard for me to say because I didn't want to disappoint. And that is when I had to learn how to really speak my truth and be vulnerable and understand that you might not like my truth. But when it's true to me, that's how I get to sleep at night. And I might not like your truth. Because it might not align with me. That doesn't mean I don't like you. That doesn't mean I don't have respect for you. Or I don't want the best for you. That just means we're not right. That means this doesn't fit. This is the wrong puzzle piece for me to make a puzzle that looks the way I want it to look. Um, yeah, that, like, I'm so grateful for that, that whole situation because I had to get so far out of my comfort zone. What will people think? I'm divorcing a man for a woman. What will people think of me? What will my family think? What about all the people who traveled to Mexico to see our wedding just three months ago? What will people think? Does it matter more to you what other people will think? And that it's their thoughts and feelings about you or is it your thoughts and feelings about you and which one holds more importance at the end of the day when you lay your head on your pillow at night when you go to sleep at night does the thoughts and opinions of other people matter more or does your thoughts and opinions and actions and beliefs and truths about yourself matter more. Because so many times we choose what other people think who really don't even probably care that much or that we probably don't care that much about that we're wanting approval from. And at the end of the day, we leave ourselves dry. So powerful. I remember when we met and, you know, the situation that you were in, one of the very 
first things that I thought about you. I was like, you're such a fresh breath of air because I'm like, she's so authentic and so honest and it's so incredible. Do you know what though? What? You were my opportunity to start new. You were my opportunity to be wholly who I am and I had to tell myself, be all the way you. Because when you be all the way you, you don't have to keep pretending to be the person you initially pretended to be to get somebody to like the pretend you. I told myself in that moment, there is something different about this girl. For one, you made me feel comfortable, but for two, I knew if I'm gonna be all the way myself right now, all the way, like completely unapologetically, I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit, I'm gonna be all the way me, and if that doesn't work out, good. I would rather it not work out in the beginning because I was all the way me then pretend to be somebody I'm not and then feel like I have to continue pretending because that's the only way you're gonna continue to accept me. So from that point on, I refused. I refused to not be me. And you were a fresh opportunity to say, I can start this one right. I can start this one right. I feel like I've always been a little bit more authentic than like an average individual. And, and a little bit less um, caring about the thoughts of others. But always, always in the back of my head, there's been thoughts. Like, what, are, what would somebody think about this? I'm borrowing my brother's t-shirt. I used to wear my brother's t-shirts in high school. But I never really like crossed my mind about like, oh, do they care I'm wearing a t-shirt? But I always thought like, do you like me? Do you like me? Do the cool kids like me? Do the popular kids like me? I don't really fit like I'm a skateboarder girl hanging out with all the skateboarder dudes like I know that they seem to accept me but does everybody else like me because I'm different they always would like go through the back of my mind but I it was like in, a, in an intimate relationship was my first opportunity to say I'm gonna do this one all the way me and I don't give any fucks and if you like it that's great because I never have to pretend I've talked a lot. I'm going to shut up now. No, you did great. I'm just happy listening. <laughs> and I'm reminiscing too. It's awesome. I want to touch base on just the, the concept of you being authentically you. And you said something where you basically mentioned that like you're not here to please other people yes we all want to please other people but don't make that be the core your duty and obligation is to stay true to yourself not to please other people because when you always focus on pleasing other people one person is trying to pull you this way. One person is trying to pull you that way. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. And I'm, and I'm saying it in a very like neutral way. But do you guys know how many times we get emails after espresso topics with people who are upset about the things that we said? Like, think about that for a second. If we were to cater to all of your guys' feelings, how the heck are we ever going to have a voice? 
So the reality is, is that when you know wholeheartedly that your intentions are good, we all have a perception of life based on our own experience. And we literally had a team meeting right before this and, and Crystal was giving us an intention of the day about you know thinking universally instead of thinking individually. The reason why people get offended is because they're so stuck inside their own head. I'm like, dude, the only reason why you're stuck is because you're scared to go beyond yourself. You are here in this life to maximize and pursue your best life ever. There's no way in hell that you're going to rise to the top and build a life of legacy. If your focus is to please others, you're going to disappoint people on your way up. 100%. And it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Because people who don't take ownership take things personally. The four agreements, rule number two, don't take things personally. People hear a message, they take it personally, they get offended. It has nothing to do with you, dude. On the contrary, if there's somebody intentionally out to do harm, I don't get offended. I get sad for them. Because something's going on in their life to where they feel like they need to intentionally do harm to other people. When your intentions are pure and your desire is to help and you speak your truth boldly, you may not know everything. You may not um, understand everybody's point of view. In fact, it's impossible for you to understand everybody's point of view because you only have one. And though it may align with several different uh, points of view that other people have, not every single person's gonna be in agreement with the way that you see the world and how you choose to do your life. There's no rule book on life. You gotta write that shit as you go. Page by page. And sometimes you gotta tear a page out and crumple it up and be like, well, that was shit. Whoops. I really fucked that one up. Mm -hmm. But there's so much power in being able to say, oh, wow, I really fucked that up. I think it was Maya Angelou that said, um, do the best that you know. And when you know better, do better. Mm. She's so good. I think that was Maya Angelou. Sounds like a Maya Angelou thing. And forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, but, you know, it, it very much is like, wake up to do the best that you know. And when you know better, do better. Yeah. And, you know, it's, life is an evolution. But you can't hide you. You can but you can't hide you and be happy. Oof. 
Yes. Yes. She can't hide you and be happy. Yes. So, you know, I, I, I always, you know, there's a little human part of me that somebody sends an email and they say, you know, you said this or that and, you know, this is why I'm upset about it and I don't like it. And there's a little part of me that's like, wow, I disappointed somebody that really sucks, you know, and, and I want to get wrapped up in it. But I can't. I can't because if I took every single one of those things, guys, like I love you so much, but if I took every single one of those things and then I sheltered it, if, if I'm not aggressively being like <laughs> attacking somebody or trying to do harm to somebody or slander somebody, if I'm not intentionally doing those things and now I'm afraid to just say anything because something might offend somebody the powerful messages that we have to share won't get shared and it's prison has anybody you ever been in a, a relationship where you feel like you have to tiptoe through the tulips walking on eggshells all the time that's what that begins to feel like. Mm -hmm. And I will walk all the way unapologetically knowing my truth and our mission. And do the best that you know. And when you know better, do better. And um, I, it, it overwhelms me the thought of like, oh my gosh, we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement nutritional lifestyle happens. Right now we are in the tens of thousands, not even the hundreds of thousands yet. Imagine how many more people are gonna have things to say when we are in the hundreds of thousands and in the millions. You guys gotta do you. You gotta, you have to You speak your truth that you know. You have to live your life the way that it feels the best to you and you got to write your book your book I don't know how we got on this maybe it's because on the way from the beach this morning we were listening to that Glennon Doyle part oh my gosh and yeah, I probably. could like relate to it so much mm -hmm. but um I love you <laughs> and I want the best for you and I'm going to do it in the way that is aligned with me. And I want to add to just because somebody has done something good for you doesn't mean that you owe them your life. You owe one person your life and it's called yourself. Oof. I don't owe my life to you. I don't owe my life to my mom. I don't owe my life to anybody but myself. But the reason why so many people feel imprisoned is because they feel as if because somebody has done something good for them, now they have to be stuck under that person's standards. Mm. I'm a, almost I'm a as if you would feel disrespectful if you didn't because like you've done so much for me. So I owe you 
things. Just just because you owe somebody gratitude doesn't mean that you owe them your life. You owe somebody gratitude, but you don't owe them their life. And anybody who's successful and who really cares about you will know that a true sign of gratitude, the most authentic sign of gratitude is continued success. I will tell you this, our biggest mentor who is family to us lives in California. For me, I knew and the last year that in order for us to grow to the next level that we want to achieve, we had to break out of California and move to Florida. However, this person who lives in California as a life mentor, I've trained him for years. So I also take a lot of pride and ownership of his own well-being. One of the hardest conversations I've ever had to have was that Saturday afternoon when I had to come clean to him and tell him, look, we're, we're moving out of California. I cried two times before I had to say it. Because you felt like you owed him something. I felt I, he has done so much for us. I owe him my life a hundred times. That's how I feel. Yeah. Just an insane amount of gratitude. And I knew that the conversation was gonna be okay because he's a smart, loving person. And those who matter don't care. So he supported me wholeheartedly. And we made an agreement that regardless of the distance, we're going to touch base at least once a week, every Sunday. And we're gonna visit one another as much as possible. Yeah. And the same thing goes for my family. My parents have sacrificed so much for me, but I made the active decision to go against the grain and live and move very far away from them. Why? Because the physical location that I was in does not support my dreams to the level that I believe I can create it. So yes, it is a hard decision. But you guys, you owe your life only to yourself, nobody else. And anybody who makes you feel like you owe their, your life to them, use that as a sign of what is their focus and how in alignment are they when it comes to supporting your goals. As you were saying that, I was thinking the best way to display your gratitude for something that somebody has done for you is to pay it forward. Yes. Is to pay it forward. I want to be so successful because I want to I want to show every single person who had a piece in my journey along the way that because of the part that they did in my life I've been able to impact this many people. Mm -hmm. I've been able to positively help this many people. And I can go back to those people I can say because of you I'm I'm able to do this.
because of you, because of this small thing that you did, because this, what may have seemed like a small part you played in my life, allowed me to do this. Mm -hmm. That is the best display of gratitude like you could ever give somebody. And there's been, I recognize that there's been so many people like that in my life that we'll never stop. We'll never stop because we owe it to those people, but in the way that is true to us. Mm -hmm. Not in the way that we think somebody else needs us to do it for their satisfaction. And when you guys start becoming more successful, you're here because you want to be extraordinary. So as you guys become more extraordinary and great and legendary, you will have people that want to bring you down. Some completely intentionally just hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Mm, powerful. They will intentionally go out of their way to try to push you down. Then there's people who will come at you with what they believe to be their love. They care about you. I don't want you to get hurt. I want you to be safe, careful. I don't want you to fail. Don't go reaching, you might fall. And those hold you back too. Then there's the people also who will intentionally want to do well by you. But their message doesn't sit true in your heart. And that's okay. But you can't let somebody else's message that doesn't align with yours create a disbelief in your own. Oof. That was powerful. I don't even know if you guys agree with this, but it feels right coming out of me. <laughs> so, you know, it, like be, be just aware. Be aware when you, when you try to do great things, when you seek greatness, when you chase your dreams. There's always things and people and words and comments and stuff that will try to get into your way. Right here. Right here. But also, be open-minded. Yeah. 
Also be open-minded. Maybe something that somebody has to say will be extremely helpful for you, will align with your mission, will align with your values, will align with your message, and should be considered. Only you can make that determination. Mm -hmm. if, if I could encourage one thing, is that you guys deeply know your intention. You deeply know your intention when you share your story, when you strive to inspire other people, that your intention is to help. And no matter what somebody may think about you, say about you, tell you, you have to know and be okay with that your, your intentions are true to you. Sometimes, going back to like the email, sometimes somebody will say, this, this word made me upset. I'm like, but did you hear the message? Did, did you hear like, do you know the intention? Like, a, a word used in context and with um, a certain tonality can completely have a different meaning than a word standing alone on its own. Because a word standing alone on its own is whatever you make it. Words used in context have context. See the forest through the trees. See mm -hmm. the forest through mm -hmm. the trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See the forest through the trees and you won't be offended. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're being ethical about what you do, 100%. be unapologetic about it. <clears throat> As long as you're being ethical, fight for what you believe in unapologetically. Amen. Because here's the thing, you can't control other people's responses by the end of the day. So it is inevitable that the more people see your post, read your message, the more criticism you're going to get. This makes me think about those, like you know those, you guys know those people on they're on social media where like, even some of you guys have actually been these people and it's awesome where you're like, you're on this journey. You want to, let's just paint a picture of like, 
I'm gonna lose, I gotta lose 50 pounds. I'm gonna go on this journey. I'm gonna display my journey. I'm gonna post, you know, my food and I'm gonna post my, uh, my scale going down month by month. I'm gonna post my workouts. I'm gonna post uh, after workout sweaty selfies. I'm gonna document this whole process and that's gonna keep me accountable. And that's gonna inspire other people and show them you can do this too. And they're posting and posting and posting and just relentless, relentless in the mission. And there are people that then come out of the woodwork where you always have to post photos of food. Nobody wants to see your fucking lunch. You don't want to see my lunch. I don't give a shit. I'm not posting it for you. I'm posting it for me, bitch. Bye. Now, that's my sometimes inward expression <laughs> to tell myself. It's like my alter ego that tells myself, it's okay, that comment doesn't matter. But there's always, right, you guys, when you really go hard and you're like, I'm gonna inspire people, I'm gonna, sh you know, I'm doing this for me because it makes me feel alive, it makes me feel awesome, and then people come out of the woodwork and they wanna crush you, don't let them crush you. Keep on keeping on, baby. Keep on keeping on. And also that is the power of community and having a support system because you guys, by the end of the day, we're all human. And I think that when you're, especially when you're doing things ethically, you're doing it for the sake of the greater good. And through someone's other expression, when you feel as if they've been they they were made to feel a certain way though that was their choice because you had something to do with it i don't know if this is just me but you know it's it's really simple to feel down on yourself and mm -hmm. you know i think that's why in the quest of success that's why so like everybody has this thing called their highest potential but if you really think about how many people have really reached the, reached their highest potential of you know personal freedom professional freedom and financial freedom very few people why is that because it takes so much perseverance to keep going because every time you do something, we live in this world, there's now 8 billion people. For every action, there is a reaction. And if there is another person involved in it, guess what? Just like with Tom Brady, people are still talking about him deflating the balls. I'm like, dude, do you realize that he's the greatest quarterback in history? You can keep talking shit about deflated balls. You can keep hating, but he's still going to win Super Bowls ethically. But I'm sure that like when, when he heard all this noise from this media, like shit. But it's champions like him who just keep going. Like use that to fuel your fire, to become even more successful. 
Use that to prove those haters or those naysayers. Oh, it's because of def the deflated balls that he won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, talk to me about the other three Super Bowls that I won afterwards. We're all human by the end of the day and we all have you know, room for growth and things to learn. And that's why it's important to have humility that, you know what, like if you've taken imperfect action and there's room for growth, take it as an opportunity to learn. But don't let other people's voices dictate your own voice because that makes you lose your shine. And that takes away from you pursuing your most authentic life. And I hope that your most authentic life is one that's full of freedom. Because in my opinion, that, that is the best life. I don't wanna be limited. I wanna be limitless. Spiritually, physically, financially, personally, we're all here for a limited amount of time. And one day it's all gonna be over. So we might as well go after what we believe in instead of just listening to other people's voices. Do this, do that. Take a right. No, bitch. I want to keep going straight. <laughs> Can't believe you said the word bitch. But when you, have, when you have a support system and a community, you guys, you know, when you've had a tough day and you don't feel like doing your workout, you know, um... When you had a tough day and you're just feeling drained, you don't feel like showing up and you're leaning in and you're just being human, you let the community's encouragement uplift you. And yes, though, sometimes we get criticized. The reason why we keep showing up is because of you guys. It's because of those of you that want to hear the message. For every, for every one person that's upset about something, for every one person who disagrees with you, there's 50 more or 100 more somewhere who agree with you. Those are your people. And when you are truly authentically you, those are the people that come to hang around. And those are the people who keep you going. But please don't let other people's opinions dictate your own, as long as you're ethical. If you're unethical, then become ethical. But I'm pretty sure that if you're here, you're here because you're ethical and you're on, you're on a mission to pursue greatness. So, what? Just closing it out? Yeah. Well, great, that's it. Great that's all we got great, today. Great conversation today. It went from, you know, your own story <laughs> to, you know, becoming authentic and to, honest and to a Tony Robbins seminar. To, to, you know, handling other people's criticism and to be 100% unapologetic about your own mission. Like my mustache.
Stacy, that's a good thumbnail. Get that one. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, you know what? You're awesome. We're halfway through another week. Amazing. It's just another day. Great. Do today the best that you can do today. So hey, whatever comes at you today, if at any point you get discouraged by someone, just lean into this community. Make a post or something. If you're new to this group, welcome. Don't be a lurker. Show up. Lean in. Jump out. We're here to support one another, you guys. And that's what makes this community so special. Support. Just wholehearted support for one another. And if you want to continue this conversation and you happen to be on Clubhouse, jump on there after this because Stacy and Fran host an After Espresso show where you can share your thoughts, you can share your takeaways, uh, you can share your own stories, and you can live your truth in a community of people who want to hear it. So. And hey, a small favor, may we ask, is that... We're gonna ask. Yeah. If you found value from today's conversation, please pay it forward. The best way to show gratitude of any kind is to pay it forward. We will keep showing up for you guys regardless, but if you've gained at least one golden nugget, then just do the right thing and pay it forward. Because to us, that is your symbol of gratitude for us. Um, because we know that more people need to hear this message. So many people feel frozen to be themselves because they care about what other people think. They don't wanna hurt other people. It, it ain't about that. What if they had a community that they could lean into? That's what we're here for. So spread the love, share the love. That's what this is all about. Um, you guys, that does it for today. We'll catch you tomorrow for a relationship conversation at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take care, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit. <laughs>